Hello everyone and welcome to your third check-in of this round. Time is flying by. How are you, Chels? I'm good. How are you, Maz? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Chelsea's birthday is tomorrow, everyone. So <sighs> I'm giving you a heads up in advance. We were just talking about Katie because it's Katie Crook's birthday today on the group. And um, you're going to be the same age. Yeah, I know. Me and Katie are literally like one day apart. How am I? And then you're so close as well. You're like... You're I know, just gone. lots then- of January. There's lots of January <sighs> birthdays on the group, actually. Hmm, very interesting. I, I, I don't know if yeah. anyone's into star signs. Are you? What are you, Maz? Sorry, off topic. I'm, I'm a Capricorn. Oh yeah, classic. What does that mean? I, I don't what know. Is, I don't really. What does that know. mean? Is it good or is it bad? Yeah, it's good. I think it's good. Capricorns, I think, are meant to be more like sensible. I always remember that Capricorn black, but you don't wear black. I remember reading that once. I was like, okay, uh, <laughs> really? and then. Yeah, and then I think Aquarians, that's the one over a more, uh, they're much more like creative. Um, there's all different, yeah, but I don't bloody, I don't really know. Maybe if anyone's good at star signs, then tell us, tell us, off. Yeah. tell us everything we want to know. <laughs> Analyze us, do it. Um, okay, let's let's talk about health and fitness. So, um, yeah. lots of clients this week have what we've discovered is that. Theoretically, we're in January now and everyone should have this motivation, new year, new me, we're really going for it. But what we've discovered is that loads of our clients are finding it really hard this January. So please know that if that's you, you're not alone. And we were talking about why this might be. And I think what it comes down to is that maybe you've put on like two or three kg over Christmas. Can you hear that? No, just a little bark. It's all right. It's just the um, dog. It's not, it's not. He's going for it. Sorry Steve. about that. Maybe you've put on two or three kg over Christmas and you're feeling really deflated now. And now you've actually lost your motivation because it's not coming straight off. You know, you put it on in two weeks and now you're expecting it all to come off in two weeks. And we know that it's a lot easier to put on weight than it is to lose it, right? So. We get it. The motivation is not there and it's cold. So our activity isn't very high. And also it seems so far away to summer that you're like, what, what's the point? What am I doing it for? What's the goal? Um, so we wanted to um, get you to think about maybe some micro goals rather than macro goals. So think about taking every single week at a time say 0.3 kg per week, which is a very moderate deficit, very doable and achievable, then you can lose 6 kg by June if you start now. And similarly, if you go for a goal of 0.5 kg per week, which again is a steady realistic fat loss goal, then you could be 10 kg down by June. So just to plant that seeds in your head, if you put in that work now, and it, that means it doesn't have to be this crazy crash diet when it comes around to it, you do it now, it will just creep off, you'll build those healthy habits. And then by the time that you get to the stage where you want to be wearing smaller clothes, and you want to be feeling more confident, we'll be there already without having to do anything dramatic or drastic. So yeah, just try and think about maybe the weekly goals every single week, 
how can I be a little bit better? How can I do this week even better than I did last week? Yeah. And some of our clients aren't even trying to lose as much as 10 kg. Like some of our clients are trying to lose less than that. So it's just like have a think about how you can do that and just keep chipping away and know that this isn't just like a short term thing and don't go into panic mode and think, why have I failed? There's no point. We're not doing this. Like just keep chipping away. Yeah, totally. Mm. Should we jump into the the um, questions? Yeah. Do you want to start with Joanne? Yes. Okay. How to stay motivated when you're trying your best and you're finding it hard, but not seeing results. Uh, great question to start off with. Um, what we've just said there, what Maz has just said is going to help you out big time. But I think the bottom line here is that we need to know what you're finding hard. So when you're saying you're finding it hard, what is it? Be specific and let us know either in the chat or drop us an email like are you finding it hard to stick to your calories are you finding it hard to get your workouts in like what is it and then we can help you um I've also looked at your calories and you're going over your calories um and I just want to check that you know that you're going over your calories um because at the end of the day like if you're going over your calories the ones that we set you then that means then you're not Uh, that you're not going to be in your deficit and then you're not going to be getting results and then you're going to be feeling crap and then you're going to be finding it hard so it stems from that I think that you knowing that the only way and I truly believe this the only way that people do stay motivated on this program um, is if they are seeing the results that they signed up for whether that's fat loss whether that's building muscle whether that's just to stay consistent with their training you are only ever going to feel good if you're actually doing it so you've got to find the bottom line of like what is it that you need to do so uh, you've put your your food diary on public now which is good but um, you just need to stick to those calories but please let us know what it is that you're struggling with the most because we want to help you but that is what it is we can sit here for ages going just believe it just put it out there to the atmosphere just (laughs) no you've got to get the results and then you'll stay motivated (laughs) yeah take action yeah okay sabita what if your weight is not going down should you increase your output um, so Sabita, we know that you're working really hard. You're training with Chelsea. We know that you're strong and that you train She's exceptionally so well. Strong. She's yeah. so strong. Yeah. And um, so your steps are high enough at the moment, but if you do want to increase your steps, then we're fine with that. Um, you you know, if you think that you can get an extra 2,000 steps in a day, then go for it or maybe an extra long walk at the weekend. Um, we want you to keep going. We know, I know that you've just spoken with Chas about this, but I want you to just think, okay, take this hyper focus away from the scales. We want you to just keep doing what you're doing. Trust it. Trust us. Trust the process. And I know it's hard. I know that it's hard to trust us when the scales aren't moving, but let's just keep going, keep plugging away. And uh, we fully believe that you're going to see the results that you want. Yeah. Um, Ellie, what to do? Um, or eat on rest days, I get very restless and bored on them. Um, so in terms of your your movement, so if you get bored, 
um, then then you can use your rest days for walking. Um, you can you can take up a sport. You can do some form of class. I don't know salsa, zumba, like a sport, tennis, anything like that. As long as you're like recovering and you're doing something different and you're not back in the gym um, training, then you can do whatever. Stretch, yoga, Pilates is good as well. Like if it's a core focused uh, workout, um, just just think about doing something different on those and just moving. You don't have to just be sitting. You don't have to just rest on your rest days um, and then eat. You eat the same calories, uh, stick your macros, and it's the same thing every day. So don't change that. We've, we've worked it out so that it's your, your average every single um, – so you can hit those macros and calories every single day. So just do the same thing in terms of your food. Yeah, for sure. Um, Arlene, what, why do certain PTs online do gaining phases and dieting phases alternating throughout the year? Really good question. Mm. So this is all about the goal. And if you've seen a lot on Instagram and you follow maybe fitness professionals, they do these kind of what they call bulking phases and cutting phases. Um, and basically, if you've been training for a very long time, it is going to be very hard to gain the muscle that these people want to um, build in a calorie deficit. So it's fine for all of you guys. You're pretty new to lifting. You're in your first couple of years of lifting. We don't need you all to be in a surplus of calories to grow muscle. Your body will adapt. However, you do need food and energy to push hard in your sessions to grow. If you think about being really depleted and hungry and tired, your gym sessions are going to be a bit naff. So the idea of the bulking I don't like that term, but it means you're eating in a surplus. I've been through one of these phases before where I wanted to build muscle so that I've got adequate energy stores in my body, probably more than I need to push really hard and build decent density of your muscle. Um, the reason that we don't do this with any of you is because um, you have to be very comfortable in your body to be able to do that. I think that like, I was uncomfortable when I was in a surplus of calories because I don't you don't feel your leanness you don't feel like you look in the mirror and you think god I look snatched you look in the mirror and you think god I look a bit I feel like my clothes are tight and everything but it's an intentional phase um so that's basically the idea and then the when they diet it off they try and strip off the body fat to reveal what muscle they've built underneath hope that answers the question yeah, it is on that top topic actually. I am um, there's a girl that goes to my gym that I used to see at the other gym that we went to. She's really nice and we were talking the other day. I hadn't seen her for ages and she she was like, Oh, I've been trying to she was trying to grow her glutes. She was trying to do it, she'd been doing it for like three, three or four months and she had mm. put on ten kg. She had a coach and was doing it. She was like, I hate myself she was like this is the hardest mm. thing I've ever had to do she said I feel horrific like I feel she said and I, she wasn't gaining any like she was obviously in a surplus and she's very active throughout the day and in the end and I was intrigued by this in the end her she obviously wasn't hitting her calories um and in the end her coach was like oh just go to Greg's and get two two donuts a day so she was like I've been eating two donuts a day on top of everything and she was like and then now I, I haven't even grown my glutes like she's like really deflated yeah, by the results crazy some coaches are just absolutely crazy and they talk trash 
so and it makes you just put on all this unintentional body fat you're not going to gain the same amount of muscle as you do body fat you know your body fat is going to skyrocket um yeah I mean it's just and it's really damaging mentally I think to be in these massive fluctuations up and down up and down Gemma top tips on toning up the abs um okay so fat loss let's talk about fat loss and ab exercises so in order so we have abs and in order to um build your abs that's through that's a muscle so we have to work the muscle and that's through your ab exercises um however on top of the muscle that's where we store body fat that's on top so if you have a lot of body fat in the area or genetic and that could be because you're holding excess body fat in general or it can be that your body uh, genetically stores fat in that area then you're not going to see those abs as much right we are all made very very differently which is a beautiful thing however we all store fat due to our genetics in different places genetically i don't store fat in my um around my ab area but i do store it around my legs like so maz you can pipe in here you're the opposite yeah i have to get Gemma. i have to get extremely extremely lean to even see a hint of ab right that does not mean that i'm fat (laughs) (laughs) it's just the way that my body is built you know like I I had to be 50 kg for me to see abs and then did my photo shoots that lasted a few months and then I've never seen them since so (laughs) it's just you know and I don't have a lot of body fat on my body so I think it's uh it's I think a massive part of this is a genetic Gemma and every time you look on Instagram and you see someone doing an ab workout and they've got ripped abs no matter how many times you do that workout you may never look like that and it's the harsh reality that you just have to accept that actually learn to make your body the best that you can make it and uh, it might not look like someone else's but that's okay yeah, that's okay. Just be the best version that you can be of yourself. But having said that, totally. like everything basically that we've put in everybody's programs is is for that. So if you're in your deficit, etc., then that's helping. Having your protein is going to help you build that muscle when you're doing that with your um, exercises. And also, just to be clear, you're also doing like building your you're working your core on those compound exercises as well just lifting weights in general so I know that a lot of our programs aren't just like loads and loads of crunches but that's because you don't actually need to do loads of those yeah okay Ellen how to tell people to f off when commenting backhanded (laughs) compliments on how my new healthy lifestyle for example you're too skinny um so we've had like loads loads of questions about this um I think that just replying with I'm feeling really happy and confident and energized and healthy um can really work don't try and um explain yourself just kind of give them how you're feeling and I don't know what their response would be to that if I'm honest if you told them how good you're feeling then that's the conversation closed Mm -hmm. Yeah, conversation over. Maybe we should, maybe could turn it around. How do you feel? How do you feel, Margaret? Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, I didn't include that bit because we've got someone called Margaret on the group and I didn't want her to think that we were being mean. 
Oh, yeah, well, I'll say it. Ellen said at the end, F off, Margaret. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Katie, does not getting steps in have a big impact on the weight loss? Okay, so there's nothing magical about steps, just so you know. It's just a really, really good way for us to measure your movement, for us and for you. Um, The purpose of you getting your steps in is so that we can basically see that you're moving enough because when you move, you're burning calories. um, And that's essentially if you're burning, moving and burning calories, and eating less calories, etc. You're in a, a negative energy balance, which means that you'll be burning fat. I don't know if I've complicated that. But basically, if you look at your watch and you see that you've done 3,000 steps in a day, it's a really, really good way for you to be like, holy shit, I need to move a bit today. Because the less you're moving, the less you're, you're burning. You just think every single time you get up, you sit down, whatever, like your body's burning calories by keeping you alive and giving you the energy to do that. So the more active you're going to be, the more it's going to help you in that um, that that weight loss, uh, with that weight loss. However, you could do steps and steps and steps and steps and never stop moving. However, if you're not eating in your calorie deficit, then you're probably not going to see much of a difference. So food will always be the main thing, but steps do have a big impact on it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Victoria Lohman. Um, the weight on the scales has slightly gone up and I'm not losing weight. I'm getting my steps in, tracking all my food and doing my workouts. Is there anything else I can do? I've been on my period this week and I've started having creatine every day. Would that make the scales go up this week? So yes, period will always have an effect on client scale weight. I mean, it, I'm ne- I've yet to see someone that doesn't fluctuate quite a lot around their cycle, whether that is when they're ovulating, the week before their period, the week during their bleed. Um, everyone's different. Um, but you've been dropping really nicely since you started this, Victoria. So what I want you to think is this is exactly why we weigh you every two days is so that you um can see that it's all about the trend over time and like this might be your first period of this of this challenge and then hopefully you'll be able to see that next week it will go down again and then the next month when that comes around you won't freak out so much when you step on the scales and you see it gone up because you'll know all right this is just something that happens every month and it's not body fat it's just excess body weight um so don't stress too much about that yeah um and then we've also got a a podcast um on that as well the the period Mm. podcast which you'll find quite helpful with that but I weighed in um I'm before I was due on I put on three was it three four kg I weighed in heavier four kg I was crazy and then two yeah it's a huge fluctuation but that's why people have so much fear around the scales but if you sort of weigh in all the time then you're like oh that's just normal that's what my body does nice to know yeah yeah um okay we're on to nutrition questions now we've got Sarah no sorry that was they were yeah nutrition yeah questions. Sarah, Sarah Higgins. Higgins yeah yeah if I go over on my carbs slightly should I be more active that day I seem to go over on carbs but this round trying to watch it more sometimes go over protein slightly too um so uh, Sarah you're doing so so well um no just remember that 
carbs don't make you gain body fat faster than the other macronutrients and the only way you will put on body fat is if you're consistently going over your calorie targets you're not massively going over your carbs um yesterday you went over because you had like some ready-made food but it's not the end of the world as long as you're within your calories it's fine um you could come up on your fats a little bit with some oily fish some nuts some seeds avocados so there's really nice healthy fats um but but don't panic that those carbs aren't going to make you fat if if you're weighing in a little bit more from the carbs it would be probably a bit of water as well but um you're okay you're doing a good job yeah lucy do you have any nutrition or exercise tips that help through the menstrual state phase I always find I'm low on energy, so struggle in the gym, and I always fancy bad foods. Are there any in particular that are good for you? Um, so firstly, listen to our period um, podcast, which is good on this. Um, we talk, we touch on exercise, just doing what you can, starting a workout. It doesn't have to be you're hitting PBs. You can go through the motions, try and lift maybe try and match what you've done or you can drop it down a bit you're still working out and it still counts so just do what you can there get your steps in and then with your food try not to lean towards foods that are comforting but too high in calories think about different ways that you can create those foods I was really thinking about this into like your comfort foods but healthy versions you know like all the fake away menus and stuff that you see I mean there's loads of recipes of that on Instagram and TikTok and stuff um, but I came up with some. So if you're thinking about, oh, I'm really craving a burger, you can make some like turkey burgers with crispy potatoes in the air fryer, or you could make a big batch of like chili con carne with a big side of veggies mm. or some chicken and mash, um, maybe a bit of gravy. You know, there's no bad, don't think of bad foods as being, you can turn your sort of um, highly calorie dense foods into something delicious and comforting you don't have to just stick to like salads <laughs> you can have really comforting yeah. cozy meals that might satisfy that that need of just like stodge <laughs> yeah yeah mm. i really fancy a chili now you said that mm. Mm. um elaine am i at maintenance or a deficit with my 1700 calories um okay elaine so in your consultation, um, you say, I want to build strength and muscle. I want to lose fat and I want to look aesthetically lean and strong. Um, and you didn't add any photos in for us. I know you've just added some in now. I've chased you for that. Um, that really would like, that's why we also say from the word dot, like, please add photos in so we can see like people's body compositions. It really, really helps us. But I'm glad you've added them in now. Um, so when you, first start you're already like your weight is quite low already so at the beginning we put you in it it was just a slight deficit um and we just wanted to see where your body was going to go with that because if you're trying to build strength and build muscle and look lean and strong aka like toned um 
you you need to build some muscle and that's done through your your training and hitting your protein targets um your weight's gone up a tiny bit at the moment so we've brought your calories we've made some changes to your calories now we've put you in a bit more of a deficit so we've brought them down for you um just so we can continue to um loose loose some body fat now um, so we want you to focus on for the next three weeks, continuing to train well and hitting that protein. You've been tracking nicely, actually, and you've been hitting your protein nicely. Some days you're a little bit under, but um, we definitely want you to be hitting that protein. That is priority, hitting your calories now and having some really, really good sessions in the gym because that is what is going to give you um, everything that you've written in your consultation form, basically. We'll send you a message as well about that. Yeah. Tony, struggling to stay on track and manage to eat well for breakfast and lunch and stick to similar meals every day, need some easy go-to meals for dinner. I think this is so common because people are structured when they have, they take their lunches to work. Um, but then when they come home, it's like you're hungry, you've not got time, maybe you've got children running around, maybe life is hectic. So what you need are some meals that you have in the fridge or the freezer right and these this is where bulk cooking will be your best friend tony so you don't have to think when you come in from a day of work you can just shove something in the microwave um so i would really suggest cooking up some big um like bolognese stews curries or something um at the weekends um portioning them out and putting them in the freezer or fridge for you it's going to save you so much mental um like fatigue at the end of your day where you're trying to decide what to have and you then you grab something less healthy um i've just got the board of lunch cookbook and i'm not a cook is it good but it's really really good he's got one on he's irish so our irish gals will be all over this but um he's got one on the air fryer and one on the slow cooker and they could not be more simple if if i can make them taste amazing then anyone can um and they're all healthy they're healthy they're healthy meals most of them are under or around 500 calories um and yeah I really recommend that as like a um a starting point um maybe I'll post it on the group actually a little link um Louis uh the protein podcast is really interesting but didn't touch too much on veggie or vegan protein as a veggie I'm having to do Two protein sources like yogurt and shake today to hit my target. Any other suggestions? And how do you feel about meal replacement products? There's only so much tofu a girl can eat. Um, yeah, so it is harder as a veggie or a vegan to hit that protein target. And I we always recommend supplementing, you know, protein powder um to to get closer to that protein target. I would say that uh, meat replacements like Satan and Temper, they're good. They have high protein. Um, and then pulses are good, like lentils and beans. I'd also say like follow some um there's loads of sort of like influencers that will post their meals, um, high protein meals, um, if they're trying to um, you know, like tone and, and or lose body fat, whatever, there'll be some people out there that will be sharing some good good recipes. But um yeah, we, we know that it's harder, we really do. Um I would say as well, get like three like three really good recipes that you're like, this is banging and you know how much is in everything and just kind of do a bit of 
playing around and rotate those um those recipes but hopefully those other um options will help you and then also as well the little things add up too so choosing your veg that also has a decent amount of protein in as well it's not super high but things like broccoli edamame uh peas peas are really good they can sort of bog you up a little bit too don't forget about those yeah and in a very similar vein kate asked about protein without blowing fat and she's trying to be more sustainable with me which we totally respect um Mm -hmm. so i was thinking about other lean proteins um if you eat fish because i know that kate does you can think about white a lot of your white fish your cod haddock um egg whites have got a lot of protein in them so think about big egg egg white omelette and you know what I'm obsessed with so my pregnancy craving although I don't know how much I believe in cravings because I'm like yeah I kind of want it but like I could go without it but it is Mm. um low-fat cottage cheese and I am obsessed yeah and half a tub of my low-fat cottage cheese that I bought from Morrison's is 18 grams of protein and it's like 140 calories or something you get such a good bang for your buck with um, low-fat cottage cheese so yeah little hack for you there Mm, love it um okay so now we're going to go on to the workout questions we're going to whiz through these um but give you lots of nice detail okay Catherine, just wondering is crossfit equivalent to doing the weighted workouts um do a lot of weight pieces and doms sorry a bit behind on things okay so um this is different crossfit is different to our programming um and it depends on your on your goals um our workouts are specifically designed for um you know for you to for you to tone and the way we program them is so that you're hitting each muscle group enough throughout the week crossfit is a different kind of training this is no joke but you're sort of doing your uh you you know you've got your cardio in there as well it's very different um so it's sort of they are different um i wouldn't say that they are equivalent obviously it's equivalent as in your your training and exercising but they're not going to give you the same results aesthetically um so how often are you doing your crossfit workouts that's what we want to know drop us an email uh we would prefer you to to do our workouts um if the goal is an aesthetics goal uh but just drop us an email let us know like a bit more details and we can help you with that yeah, and another CrossFit star, Lindsay. Yeah. Hi, lovely ladies. I'm feeling like I'm hitting a plateau with some of the weights I'm lifting for certain exercises. For example, overhead exercises. I don't feel like I could increase the weights or the reps some days. So, Lindsay, we want to know what your goal is now, actually, because you've done so well. You've lost a lot of weight. And um, we we are intrigued as to see what, what the main goal is now and also what you're uh, breakdown of your training is looking like at the moment because if you are smashing it with the CrossFit as well as ours then it might be that your volume is very very high um, I also wonder whether it's time for you to take a diet break or a deload and or a deload so you can take both if you want now this sounds scary but stay with me trust us um, 
you've been training for a very long time consistently and beating up your body. It might just be that your body needs a week where you take down the volume of your workouts. So for example, if you are taking our workouts, you could drop the weights you're using so it feels more like a six out of 10 and also drop one set from each exercise. Okay, so it's giving your body a little bit of a time to recover, rejuvenate, so that next next week when you come back, you could hit it a bit harder, see if you can push a little bit more and get those weights up. Um, also, you could take your calories up to about 1,800 for me. You could add, add, you could add even more. That's very conservative. That's like an extra 200 calories for you a day. Um, so, yeah, I think they're just a few options for you to really take seriously. Don't stress about you're not going to put on weight in a week you know it doesn't work like that um so yeah just uh, let me know what you think about that give us a you can give us an email actually that would be really helpful okay nikki i'm really struggling with tight quads when i do any sort of lunge is this common or am i likely to be doing something wrong is there a way to avoid this um nikki send us a video in the project form group so we can have a look at your lunges there can be a number of reasons uh why this might be feeling a bit funny i we just also want to know if it feels like it's tight or if it feels like you're working your quad muscle because you are working your quads in a lunge as well so if you send us a video and also tell us like which quad you're feeling it in then that'll help too yeah, perfect. Amanda, I do a boot camp class at the gym on a Saturday morning that I absolutely love. I found over the last two weeks that my legs are quite fatigued during the class. I'm currently doing my scope three on a Friday night, which is fairly leg heavy. Um, can I change around the order of my workouts? Yep, that's no problem. Your workouts are full body. So if you find that you want to do um, one or two on the Friday instead, that's totally fine. And then have three earlier on in the week. Olivia, disliking one part of your body, i.e. legs and the fat loss coming from everywhere else but there. Um, this is a kind of like similar question, but the opposite <laughs> the opposite direction to, I think it was Gemma that asked about the ab question. So genetically, again, we all um, store fat in different places. And our body chooses where it wants to take it from when you're in your calorie deficit. Um, I think that you have to know that we are made differently. Some of us have bigger legs, some of us don't. Um, so know that continuing to be on this program and in your deficit is what's going to eventually help you lose body fat and it will come from there but it might not necessarily mean that you're going to end up with the legs of your dreams because sometimes that's just the way it is I personally I'm going to even no matter how lean I've got I've still had uh, I've never had thin legs but the only way where I like my legs is if I build the muscle in my legs which doesn't mean that they get bigger they just have more shape and they look better and I can't explain how much that has like changed my life like doing your hip thrusts doing your squats doing and you realize you're like actually my legs are really strong and they feel sexy instead of before I did any sort of weight training on my legs my legs just felt sort of wobbly and and like I just hated them whereas it can really transform your your legs by strength training yeah um hey log resistance band on the rdl is that okay pure laziness as doing glute bridge abductors and just leaving it on till all done um no we would rather you take off your um band between your exercises just because we don't want you activating certain muscles during your rdls they're specifically for 
a certain muscle group and then your abductors we want to be working those targeting those ones a bit more so yeah please take it off love the honesty though <laughs> i'm too late yeah. to take it off take it off babe take it off <laughs> uh victoria is it always necessarily necessary to increase the weights or can you get as much effect with slowing the tempo as long as the last two to three reps are tough I ask this because if I increase my weight on RDLs, I feel my back and my form goes off. Whereas if I stick to 30 to 35 kg, slow the tempo, my form's good. I have a great session. Um, so or she said, or maybe I'm not just ready to increase the weights. Um, and that's why my back and my form goes off. So Victoria, you've answered your own question here. Stick to 20 to 35 kg um, until you feel strong enough for the next ones up. It's not a race and what you're doing is perfect. We don't always have to be increasing that weight. As long as you said the last two reps feel hard, you're working with great form, it's feeling tough. The minute your form goes out the window, no, the weight might go up, but that's not what we want. But if you want us to check anything over, send us a bit of your RDLs because it is a really difficult pattern to get. So we love helping everyone. Yeah, yeah, we often find little form corrections with your RDLs. Um, mm. Amelia, now in phase five, is the extra set, the fourth set at the beginning of a warm up? Oh, is, <laughs> is the extra set, fourth set at the beginning, a warm up set just like before or going straight into the exercise? Um, so I have programmed warm up sets for the A series and the B series usually where from phase five upwards. Um, so yeah, just get used to the movement pattern um, rather than going straight into your, because by now you're probably lifting quite heavy on those first exercises. Sarah, when I'm doing glute kickbacks, I keep getting a cramp in my right hamstring. I've tried changing my foot position and really focus on the mind to muscle connection to my glute, but nothing seems to work. I use a heavy band, I'm well able for it so I don't think it's that any advice um yes yeah, send us the video it could be a number of things your hamstrings will be engaged in this exercise but um it could be a number of things the band might be in the wrong place the band might actually be too, too tight um or your positioning your heel might need to be pushed up to the sky send us a bit so then we don't have to guess <laughs> that's such an Irish phrase isn't it but I'm well able for it <laughs> I love it. We, yeah, would, we, would, no, we would never it. use that. I feel like I'm becoming so used to the little terminologies and phrases from our Irish yeah. tribes. Um, Someone said the other day, <laughs> I'm bold, aren't I? Because she wasn't like tracking. I can't remember what she said. I know I'm bold, oh, really? aren't I? I was yeah. like, I love it. I'm bold. <laughs> so good. Um, Victoria, some of my weights have a really thick girth in the middle. And I feel like I could probably go heavier on my deadlift, but my grip is failing. Any tips other than new weights? I'll start on that. So um, use straps or grips, Victoria. So you could order off Amazon lifting straps or grips. We have a lot of uh, people that have shared the links in the groups before, but equally, if you tag us, we can share those with you. Um, also, how do you lift heavier on glute bridges? It hurting putting big weights on my hips as I struggle to hold them there. Um, so I think with your big bulky weights at home, um, because you can't use a hip pad like we would with the barbell, I would suggest putting like a towel or a jumper or something to soften on top of your hip bones um, just so that you can lift that dumbbell without it, it um, hurting and digging in. 
Mm. Why why are we children? Why did we giggle when you said girth? Girth. You were like, the, you, the way you said it, you said, I really think girth. And we were like, God, what the hell? Okay. okay, Nicola, I've started to go heavier with the weights, but I don't always hit the recommended reps on some exercises since increasing the weight. Should I drop back down or keep? the heavier weight uh well firstly love that you're just like yeah i'm gonna try this and see uh but for now let's hit the rep range that we set um and that's that's really really good um there's a reason for that um and we change them up in each program but you will end up being able to you know increase the weights eventually when you get strong enough so yeah stick to the rep ranges as long as they feel hard yeah Sarah, what to do when you can't get on any of the equipment? I threw in the towel on Tuesday and left, but maybe you can give me some other ideas. So please feel free to swap around the order of your workout if it's complete chaos, which it sometimes is at the moment. Um, if it's really rammed, one thing you could do is find a mat in the corner, grab some dumbbells and do one of the home sculpt workouts instead um because you'll just need uh your dumbbells for that or you could jump on a cardio machine and call it a day and try and get something in because something's always better than nothing mm -hmm. yeah and don't be scared to like if someone's i was gonna say someone's pissing around if someone's like you know on their phones taking a long time on a machine don't look like they're in a rush like just like whistle for him to say hey just wonder how many sets have you got left and then they'll get a little hurry on um don't be scared to ask helen um love using the resistance band this round how do you know when you need to change the strength of the band is the range of motion is it the range of motion or when you feel like your muscles aren't being worked as much as they used to be uh yes so it is um think of your resistance band as the same as your dumbbells your weights whatever your other equipment that you're using the last couple of reps need to feel um need to feel hard so um you still want to get with a resistance band you still want to be able to get good range with it um and just feel like the muscles are being worked so the best i would say the simplest way is just always thinking were those last two reps hard yeah and our last question we have charlie with the arthritis and pins in my elbow, I'm finding it hard on bicep curls to actually curl the weight. Can I just hold the weight in one position rather than having the twist of the wrist, the wrist as a workaround? <laughs> so for example, the weight is pointing to the sky when I'm holding it. What I think you're referring to is something called a hammer curl. If you Google that, you'll be able to see whether I'm on the right track. So I've understood. Um, if not, please just tag me. Um, but I'm totally fine with that. As long as you're keeping your elbows fixed into your sides, you're slowly contracting those dumbbells up to your shoulders and you're not swinging the weights at all, totally fine. You're still contracting the bicep and working the muscles. So we always have a way for any of you that have um, some niggles and some limitations or some pins or whatever you've got in your body. Um, we've always got a way to work around that. So please, I love that you've reached out for help with that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Should we finish with some wins? Yeah, let's do one each. Okay, I'm gonna do Hannah. I've managed to track all my food for three days after two weeks of pissing around. <laughs> Yesterday <laughs> and today haven't even considered eating 
shit. So I think I finally shifted my funk mood. Oh, I love that. And it's so like momentum is so powerful, isn't it? Because with momentum yeah. comes results, with results comes motivation. Like it's all part of the same flow. Um, so yeah, love that. And then Rachel, I feel like I'm getting so much stronger, which is exactly what I wanted from this plan. So I'm really happy. I love that so much. Mm. I think that actually all of you getting stronger, fitter, more active, being able to feel more confident with your exercises, like that is just a huge part of what this program is about. So even if you're getting frustrated with the scale some weeks, just think about how far you've come with your exercise as well. Yeah, we said, I did a little story about that yesterday, actually, you know, like when we look through. Yeah, like, I saw that. Yeah. Workouts. Like you just look through and you're like, oh my God, this is actually amazing. Especially at this time of year. Like if we weren't doing this, yeah. I wonder what we'd be up to. I don't think we'd be up to much. <laughs> no, we'd be like little hermits. I was saying to Chelsea before this call, I was like, oh my God, I feel like such a hermit. I've got to go out this weekend. And I'm like, oh God, the thought of going out in the cold. <laughs> It is chilly. She is chilly. Right. We she will speak chilly. to you over the weekend. Uh, but good job. We will be in touch with your uh, fo weekly focus as well. And let's go into week four um, and keep doing what we're doing. Yep, for sure. Have a great one, everyone. Bye. Bye.